Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Devin McCoy, and this is the Dirt Bike Journals. Have any of you ever had something on your dirt bike break and you know it's going to cost a whole lot to fix or it's going to be a pain in the butt to fix and then a little while later you think of a tiny little fix that might work for it and you try it out because what have you got to lose? Well, I had one of those just last week. Uh, I went riding with a bunch of guys and man, there was so much mud, so much mud. It's probably the most mud I've ridden in, actually. And it was caked all over the bike. And unfortunately, caked in my tires. They were basically giant slick donuts before too long. And uh, Rob described it as riding on Crisco. 100% accurate. So I went down a couple of times. And I'm fairly certain that I got some dirt jammed up in my fork seals. So when we strapped down the bikes to head home in the trailer, I noticed there was fork oil coming out of my right fork. And that really bummed me out because I hate working on forks. So when I got home, I put the bike away. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to deal with this another day. So a couple days later, I pull it out and I pressure wash the whole thing. Let me tell you, that was a huge mess. I probably had, I don't know, like half a five gallon buckets worth of mud come off the bike. It was huge. There's just mud all over the dirt. I had to pressure wash the freaking driveway because my wife would get ticked if I left it there. Um, Anyway, so I pressure washed the bike, got it all cleaned up real nice. Almost looked brand new, not quite. Um, And I got to thinking, maybe I can get that dirt out of there. And I remembered that I have this little tool called the fork saver. And I slapped it on the fork after it was all cleaned up and I twisted it up into the fork seal and spun it around and drug it back out and little bits of dirt came out of there or mud. And I did that two or three times and cleaned it all up, left it alone. And here we are a week later and there's not a single drip coming out of that fork seal. So yay for me. I hate working on forks. And that was uh, that was a, a total testament to their product that it works. Um, I was a little skeptical. I was thinking, well, I'm just going to put something up in there and mess up the fork seal a little bit. I'm going to scrape it. But honestly, it it did the trick. The fork saver, seal saver, I don't remember what it's called. It worked. So that was awesome. On another note, what do you guys do, you guys, you gals, whatever, what do you do when you're riding your dirt bike and nothing, I mean, nothing seems to click. You are totally off your game. The bike doesn't feel familiar. It's like you're a novice rider and you are going down left and right. You're getting frustrated and your anger is just boiling right at the top. What do you guys do to calm down in the situation? What do you do? I mean, sure, you can get off the bike, go home, try it another day. But let's say you're into a trail, you're way out there and things are just so frustrating what do you do? How do you cool down? Um, sometimes you just got to paint the air blue, you know, (laughs) let a bunch of curse words out. I don't know. Um, works for me sometimes. Anyway, just throwing that out there. What do you, what would you do to calm down? You're just red hot. You're ready to throw your bike off a cliff. 
Anyway, enough rambling from me. Let's hear from today's guest. Jonah, welcome to the podcast. How you doing, buddy? I am great. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for coming on and sharing a story with us. Yeah, of course. So let's get into it like we normally do. Uh, where are you from? I am from Massachusetts. Um, I've lived here my whole life. Um, yeah, it's good old New England. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I've heard Massachusetts is just one of the best places to be probably most of the seasons, but especially in the fall. Is that correct? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to do here, man, um, as far as kind of action sports go. Really? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of tracks and um, even uh, a couple mountain biking places that are pretty fun. So. For real? That's cool. So is it pretty OHV friendly out in Massachusetts? Um, for the most part, um, as long as you kind of have your registration sticker and then you right. ride on trails that are legal. But. Cool. Well, how did you get started in dirt bikes? So I started riding when I was about seven or eight years old at a buddy's house. And I rode on his kind of little, I started on a CRF 50 on his bike and then worked my way up. And then finally I convinced my parents after years to get, <laughs> um, my first dive bike was a SSR 125. It was $400, I believe. Dude, I paid the same amount for my SSR 125s. 400 bucks, little That's pit awesome. bike. I mobbed that thing everywhere. Yep, I'd probably have 500 plus hours on it, and I still have it to this day. Really? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Does it run? I rode the thing to the ground, though. It doesn't run anymore. <laughs> I mean, so there's a, an outfit out here in Utah called Pitster Pro, and they have motors for those, and they fit right in the SSR frames. I upgraded mine to a 140 thing screen cool. yeah wow. it was super fun well awesome. cool so you just kind of did the normal progression started out i think i started out on, on friends bikes too i was introduced to that stuff and then finally when i was like you gotta know 12 or so my parents decided to get into ohv stuff too so yeah yeah it um, takes a lot of convincing then, to let them let you on a dirt bike for sure yeah that was the one thing i always asked for and i was so happy when i finally got one <laughs> that's so cool man yeah so well so what, started, what do you uh go ahead uh i started on the ssr and then i eventually we got a klx 140 for me and my dad to kind of share and then nice. i kind of grew out of that wanted some more power so i got my 2020 kx 100 and Ooh. that's what that's the bike that the story is about today and then today i am riding a 150 sx ktm Ooh, nice. Yep. That's that's a cool bike. It is, yeah. It's it's fast. No, I'll bet. <laughs> that's a screamer. Sweet, man. Well, let's uh for for the listeners, uh, the video is going to be posted in the episode notes, but you're coming off basically a a big kicker, right? Yep, yep. So, what happened was um uh, me and a couple of my buddies we're um, heading up to the track for the day, and I had been riding this, so I'd say it's a probably 60-foot kind of table step-up kind of thing out of a, so it's basically a right-hander, and then you have about, I'd say, 60 feet of run-up to the lip, mm -hmm. and I'd been hitting it all day, perfect, <laughs> it was great, 
and then they decided to water the track and basically what happened is it just got really really wet down right after that corner so it was kind of hard to get mm-hmm. traction on the little kx yeah and from there it was kind mm-hmm. of getting sketchy getting sketchy and then on the last run of course um i kind of came off the lip and my back end hit kind of this little i don't know if it was a little chunk of dirt or maybe a rock but it kind of kicked my back end out to the side and from there it kind of just landed sideways and then so my back end landed sideways to the right and then Mm -hmm. tried to hold on tried to hold on kind of throttle my way out of it you know and um i kind of just fell over and went down on the left side from there yeah it kind of bucked you off to the left real hard you slammed fast yeah yeah i did Um, (laughs) you met the ground in a hurry so what were the what were the consequences of that crash so i obviously being the kid i am i got up and tried to check if the dirt bike was okay first (laughs) um which surprisingly it was it was really just a bent lever um which is very surprising considering how how hard i went down but um right for me it ended up um initially we thought that really nothing had happened and maybe a minor concussion but i figured out Mm -hmm. about two days later when it started to hurt a little bit more that i had had a buckle fracture in my right wrist whoa yeah ouch yeah (laughs) that's rough dude (laughs) so did you also have the minor concussion as well yeah i had a small concussion but that wasn't really the most of my concern holy cow (laughs) that fracture had to hurt it really didn't hurt as much as you'd expect it to but obviously the adrenaline wore off right and it started to started to really ache yep and that consisted with um about a month and a couple days in a cast and then from there, just to a brace, and now we're all good and we're ready to ride. Awesome. Have you been out on it since? Uh, so we sold the KX for the KTM, but um, I've been riding that thing. Had a couple, like, bogging issues, but we fixed that, and I'm going to the track tomorrow. So. Sweet. And the wrist feels tight? Everything's good? Yep. Yep. Um, they gave me some kind of exercises to do to oh, get cool. the strength back physical in. therapy. And, yep. And... After about two weeks, I'd say it was back to get a probably ninety five percent, so I could go out and ride again. Cool, man. Well, Jonah, that's yeah. that's awesome. I mean, best case scenario, you didn't really wreck anything bad. You hit really hard. But... Yeah, I'm very surprised I didn't do anything to either collarbone or neck. Yeah. Well, cool, man. I'm glad you're okay and that you upgraded to a cooler, bigger, better bike. You know, that's fun. Yeah, I just couldn't let this sport go. No way. Yeah. I mean, the, the amount of injuries that we go through, but we keep getting back on the bike. It's yeah, man. people wonder if we're it's a little crazy, part. but yeah, it's just part of the sport at this point. Yeah, it really is. You got to, ex- well, cool, you got to expect it to come. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Jonah, thanks for sharing your story. I really appreciate it, man. Of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And good luck tomorrow at the track. Try to keep both wheels up. I will try and do that. All right. Have fun. Take care, buddy. 
If you enjoyed today's episode, please help the Dirt Bike Journals grow by leaving a review and subscribing. And if you or someone you know has a good story and would like to share it on the podcast, please send me an email to thedirtbikejournals at gmail.com. Once again, thank you for listening. See you next time.